In the beginning was the Word, and the Word was with God, and the Word was God. He was with God in the beginning. Through him all things were made. Without him nothing was made that has been made. In him was life, and that life was the light of all mankind. The light shines in the darkness, and the darkness has not overcome it. There was a man sent from God whose name was John. He came as a witness to testify concerning that light, so that through him all might believe. He himself was not the light. He came only as a witness to the light. The true light that gives light to everyone was coming into the world. He was in the world, and though the world was made through him, the world did not recognize him. He came to that which was his own, but his own did not receive him. Yet to all who did receive him, to those who believed in his name, he gave the right to become children of God, children born not of natural descent, nor of human decision or a husband's will, but born of God. The word became flesh and made his dwelling among us. We have seen his glory, the glory of the one and only Son who came from the Father, full of grace and truth. Almighty Father, thank you for your word. May its truth change each one of us this Christmas. So earlier this week, I found myself pondering how I might react if my life was suddenly interrupted by an angel like Mary's was that day in Nazareth. I pictured myself going about my daily business, knowing roughly what would be ahead of me. Morning prayer, a planning meeting, maybe. Coffee with a parishioner, preparing a sermon, replying to emails. Then later I would walk the dog, maybe think about dinner, might read a book, watch TV, do the normal everyday sort of things that I could do on any given day. Mary would have been in the middle of a regular shaped day too. Like most Jewish women of her time, she would have spent most of her time working. Almost as soon as she could walk, she would have been helping out with the chores it took to keep daily life going in first century Palestine. Cleaning stoves, making beds, washing and mending clothes, repairing household things, preparing food, tending to animals, and drawing water from the well. These were the things that would have filled Mary's day. So how would I have reacted this evening if I had been interrupted by an enormous and terrifying angel in between walking the dog and thinking about dinner? So that that angel could tell me that I was going to have a baby. And not just any baby at that. A baby that would not be conceived in the usual way but a baby that would be conceived by the Spirit of God. 
Now, I'm not sure that even today, with the significantly more relaxed views on being pregnant outside of marriage, that I would have responded positively or indeed gracefully to such news. But for Mary, the prospect of being pregnant outside of marriage would have led to thoughts of her being stoned to death at worst and completely ostracized at best. For me, the prospect would only pose a significant interruption into my current life and future plans and would mean that I would have to go through pregnancy and birth again and I'm not convinced that now is the right time for that. <laughs> I certainly would not be saying compliantly to the angel as Mary did, I am your servant, may your word to me be fulfilled. Lucky for me though, an angel has not appeared to me unexpectedly today and asked me to bear another child. So far, so far, God has been very graceful and incredibly patient in his calling of me, both into his kingdom and into his service. But God is an interrupter. God stops us in our tracks, and always, in my experience, he does it so that he can point us to a better and more fulfilling way. Not that it always looks like that, at the first instant. At this time of Advent, when we prepare to receive Jesus in the midst of the busyness of Christmas shopping, menu planning, organising, wrapping, going out with friends and generally worrying that everything will go to plan, it is good to be reminded of the grace with which Mary responds to being interrupted. Often we see being interrupted as an inconvenience and not an opportunity for growth or a chance to reach out in love to those around us. Jesus, the one for whom we are here today, was so often interrupted that even his interruptions were interrupted. There's a time described in only a few paragraphs of chapter five of Mark's gospel where Jesus gets out of a boat, only to be interrupted by a crowd, and then by a man called Jairus, who asks him to heal his daughter, and then by a woman plagued by bleeding, who clutches at his clothing for healing. Most of the time, the Bible reports not Jesus's planned teachings, but rather the interruptions that came about whilst he was traveling or preaching even at the most pressing of times when he was exhausted or grieving and seeking solitude, Jesus was interrupted. And so, I invite you to take some time this week to reflect on how you respond to being interrupted. And perhaps this Christmas, let the arrival of Jesus stop you in your tracks. Amen.